Hey friends, this is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you're listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. In this series, I'm reading from my entries from the Caring Bridge website, and I use this site to provide updates to my family and friends, as well as post photos and videos. As a reminder, we are posting the transcripts and photos, which of course you don't want to miss, in our Facebook group, Caregiver Confessions. If you haven't joined, please do so. All There are photos every day that go with each one of the entries, and that really brings the story to life. And that was what I was trying to do for our friends who were in other states. Um, additionally, uh, on the page, you'll find all kinds of resources. We're continuing to add every day, and we encourage our members to add resources and, of course, provide support to one another. And you'll also be able to chat with JJ and I. We're typically really available. It's great. Okay, so let's get to our entry for today. Um, I missed a day um, because the day prior was pretty busy. The last uh, episode was June the 8th. And so this one today, I'm reading from entry number 19. This is June 10th, 2022. And the title is Halfway There. 53.3333333. There's a whole bunch of threes. Percent. Dunzo. Here we go. Hi, friends, and good morning. Busy but productive day yesterday that got away from me. Jason successfully completed his eighth day of treatment, which if we can stick to the trial, we are halfway there. Here's an update and a bit of reflection. Thursday's checklist was mill one, done, had an MRI, mill two, huge win, he had Starbucks iced coffee and Ensure, which helps him gain weight, and that provided the best hidden taste. That was a big win. I tried it, and even I thought it was good. Check. He had radiation. We tried for another meal, number three. Great. Jason then went to rest up a bit while I worked. Done. We went for meal four which was Chick-fil-A, but sadly it was a disappointment because he really couldn't taste it. It honestly tasted awful. And he indicated it just felt like a greasy texture. Sad face crying. We had meal number five and then he had a good night sleeping. Oh, and then last intentional time throughout the day to chat with God with my list of would you, could you, and thank yous. That's a big check mark. Note, while the mills aren't huge, he's getting in calories. That's a huge win. The hard part. It's hard to hear Jason say, I really can't taste anything. I feel the changes in my mouth and the ringing in, in my ears is here. And pretty much be able to do nothing but watch be present, and I try to support him the best I can through it. He's still remaining committed to doing everything they instruct him to. He gets stuck with needles almost every day, and God bless his poor veins. They are so tired, but he just keeps moving forward. We keep trying to find the good. I think about the kindness of strangers who have become immediate families the familiar faces that we see every day who are always cheerful in their greetings and conversations. I mean, no one wants to be here, but they act like you're an old friend who they're excited to see. 
That matters. Kindness matters more than you'll ever know. You don't need to go through cancer to know that, but it's easy to kind of get caught up in the trivial things that don't really matter. That is our daily lives. I'm actively trying to be Teflon and let things slide off. For example, I spilled hot water on the counter yesterday morning. Nope, not going to run my day. We got stuck on a closed street on our way to our appointment. No problem. No need to get upset. We'll just back out. They didn't make my food after I waited at my favorite place at MSK. I waited for 30 minutes. No problem. I'll have strawberries. My surroundings and situation has made me more acutely aware that it just doesn't matter. And we can still do what we need to do, even with the setbacks. I've really become more aware of the little things that can kind of move my stress level up a notch and basically work towards this crescendo of the straw that broke the camel's back. I think you've got to have an awareness of how you're feeling to keep your stress level at bay. Things like working out, walking, reading, processing on a, with a friend, which is code for talking, devotional time with God. It's those types of strategies that will keep your nervous system happy and reduce the likelihood of saying or doing something you really regret. It happens to me, and none of us are immune. I'm trying so hard to not allow the little hiccups that happen every day to distract my purpose. I feel like I need to express thanks to people and that I did express thanks in the past, but I'm taking extra care these days because I think we all need to hear it, especially in the world we live in. I'm thanking our cab drivers for their service and then also telling them to be safe in the rest of their day when they're driving. Like they're a friend who's going on a trip. It's because they took such good care of us to get us where we're going safely. I want them to continue being safe. I wish them well. I'm very intentional to thank every person we come into contact with as I am so grateful for them and their kindness. They can do their job or they can do it with care, passion, and love. And that makes such a difference. To be honest, I'm guilty of not showing up with my best self to other people. This time has showed me or really reminded me of who I am. And I've had to really kind of put a mirror up and ask myself, am I living like I'm asked to live? No, not all the time. So I'm pouring into myself the things that help me to live differently from what I watch to what I read. I want to do the things that promote growth and happiness, to live like the person I want to be. And I'm committing to forgive more and to live unafraid, to say the things I need to say without fear of judgment or rejection, because in the end, I am loved and forgiven. I say and write these things more for myself, but also to speak it into existence. I have been so blessed and want to use the gifts I've been given to extend him. It starts with relationships and kindness. No, I'm not perfect, but the more I'm aware of my imperfections, the more I can proactively work on them. It's funny how I start these entries. Like I don't have much to say, and then what's laying on my heart just comes out. 
And I know each of you love and support Jason and me, especially during this time when it's so scary, confusing, and frustrating. I am more grateful than you'll ever know. Final thoughts to myself. It shouldn't take a life-changing event to come to these realizations, but I firmly believe it's God's way to put up the mirror and force you to answer. Am I living the life I was meant to live? Do I want to keep living the same or take this opportunity to make change and live even happier? Truly, live happy, live kindness, live grateful, and love the heck out of everyone. Today's agenda, moving up to the 14th floor. The address will be the same, and we'll let you guys know our new apartment number. Jason has radiation. It's day nine. Also have a PET scan to see how his treatment is working. And of course, eat, move, and laugh. Have a beautiful Friday. Thank you for being a blessing to each and every one of us every day. Nat. Oh, that was so good. That was... The farther I get along in this journey, you'll hear it. I just, I feel like I find more of myself. That's what, that's what the stress of something like this does to you. You find more of yourself and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize some of the things that you do. And then it really is the mirror that's held up in front of yourself. And you have to really be honest with yourself and say, is this the way I want to live? And so it was at that moment, I really started making some changes and thinking about how do I want to live? How do I want to, where do I want to put my priorities? And work is not number one. So guys have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.